0: Hello and welcome to the Advanced Age Role Playing Gamers Podcast. I'm Nathan, I'm one of your hosts tonight, and I've also got Matt here with me. Say hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. And we've got a special edition of Between Two GMs for you tonight. Uh, we, we're doing that, that crazy thing we do where we interview other podcasts that you probably like more than ours on our show. It's a little suicidal, but but at least they they do something completely different. Uh, dork Day afternoon. I don't know uh, a whole lot about the whale dicks, but I, I'm excited to learn. Uh, I'm sorry, whale penises. Um, so. When did you guys first fall in love with Whale Peanuts? Whale <laughs> 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I'm At about days. the age of nice 17.
1: Off
0: right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Adam and Brian from from Dork Day Afternoon, they they have a, a TTRPG uh, actual play podcast. and they uh, Right now they're running two different games. I don't know how they get it all done when it takes me two weeks just to we finish one episode, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, guys, uh, welcome aboard. Introduce yourselves. So let's uh, Adam, uh, say hi, and and Brian,
2: hi, I'm Adam, uh, hi, thanks, Nathan, and uh, Matt, I'm the uh, GM or referee on our Twilight 2000 game that we're running, uh, two past midnight, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it.
3: And Brian, hi, I'm Brian, I'm uh, the lawful, chaotic person of our podcast. I'm pretty much here for causing trouble and aggravating the GM as much as possible.
1: (laughs) That is true. That is true. When I play, that's my role. So I
4: I appreciate that.
1: (laughs) Brian, I feel for you. We both have GMs in uh, Adam and Nathan who never mess with the players who take no pleasure in our sorrow. Not at all. Right. (laughs) Right. Say they're both sentences.
2: <laughs> so I, I edit the show, and I notice how much I laugh, and I actually edit out a lot. So anyone who listens, <laughs> I actually edit out most of my laughter.
3: That's because it's inappropriate in the wrong place.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually right after one of them like fails a roll. You know, always. I'm just giggling in the background like the Joker. <laughs>
0: Adam, why don't we start with you? Tell us uh, how you started gaming. What, what got you involved in the whole, the whole thing?
2: Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I started way younger. Like, when, in the 80s, I was uh, originally playing D&D, like, uh, like, as a kid. And um, kind of moved on to some other games, like Shadowrun at one point. I had Gamma World, Top Secret S.I., Twilight 2000 was one of the ones I uh, played when I was younger, and just a assortment of different games at the time, and uh, Star Frontiers. I don't know if you guys remember that one. too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the new whatever was happening with that one, but the <laughs> you know <laughs> the, the other one. And um, yeah. So I mean, I you know I'd been I played a lot when I was younger, and then like as I got older, I kind of drifted away from it a little bit. Like later on in high school, and then like as a young adult, I didn't like I was always Still friends with people like that, we could relate and talk about when we were younger and we played D anD D and you know stuff like that. And then it wasn't until like about eight years ago, a buddy of mine that I worked with was like, "Hey, I'm running a Pathfinder game," and I was like, "Dude, I'd love to play. I haven't played in forever." And then I just got sucked right back in, and uh, yeah, pretty much that's been playing ever since. So.
0: That's awesome. Well, what about you, Brian? For me,
3: it you know started quite a bit later because. I'm younger than all of you guys.
4: <laughs> um,
3: no, I started, with... <laughs> what, <what's so> <laughs> I started
0: with. What's so funny?
4: I started
3: with Pathfinder Two E with Adam and his brother, and then once everybody kind of graduated and moved on, it was kind of a big dry spell. I mean, I still kind of stayed in the the hobby and the nerd stuff. I mean, HeroScape and Uh, hero clicks and things like that kind of is what i ended up drifting towards and then here once the pandemic hit and stuff and they went online because we were so spread out we all kind of got back together uh doing it and we were having such fun we decided to start sharing it with everybody else
0: so many pandemic actual play
4: podcasts yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah, the the sad thing is the first recording we did, I did with that four track I showed you guys earlier. Yeah, like yeah. it was the I, I literally that was the only recording of it, and it's actually our first episode of uh, Encore of the Lost, the Pathfinder game we were running. It was yep. all just recorded on, the, and it was wow. like, and right then I was like, like my brother and I were like, yeah, we need to. This sucks. <laughs> if we're gonna, if we do this, <laughs> we need to like actually like look into how to do this right. And uh, yeah, everything else has been a learning curve after that. So.
3: Yeah, that first recording I still had a like a headset mic. Like I didn't even actually have like a actual microphone. It was mm-hmm. just what was still attached to my gamer
0: headset.
1: Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we lost one of those. how many
0: episodes did we lose? Uh, the first two. Yeah, I actually found a, a video of uh uneven like I, I posted a, a lost episode last year. I mm-hmm. found another one, the one before that, just a video that um I'm actually gonna see if i can throw that up for our our, our to your our to your <laughs> anniversary is, is april fool's day yeah so nice. so, so i might try and post that up and and see but anyway um yeah so that, that's that's really not too different from us so you've played a lot of D and pathfinder are there other kind of uh less mainstream games that you really enjoy playing
2: um i mean like right now uh- Yes. I mean, there's a whole bunch that I, I don't know if I'm, it's, there's a lot that I enjoy playing as much as there's a lot that I am I want to play, if that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> like, I've <laughs> yeah, got yeah. stacks of books over here that I'm like, I want to play Into the Odd. I want to play, yeah. you know. Uh, Jeremy recently picked up that fishing one. Uh, what was it? Do you remember what that's called, Brian? Fish the um, No. It's, it's uh, like the Merc, Merc Bore hack that's like um, a fishing fish, one.
3: Fist. Fury and Fisk-a-born? reels. Yeah.
2: Hmm. yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a fishing <laughs> RPG, and we're like, that it sounds amazing. I want to just like have a whole session where we're just sitting on a boat trying to catch bass, you know, it just, <laughs> but if it's a Mork
1: Borg one, isn't it yeah. going to be like
2: fishing at the end of the world?
4: <laughs> or something um,
2: Darker. I think the rules are similar. I, I don't think it's like super dark. If I remember correctly, it's based off of like anime t- style. And so it's kind of okay. like, you're trying to like fish for this, like, you know, like the big fish type thing, you know? Right, and, uh, and then
3: you fight a guy for four hours after talking about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fight you! I'm gonna fight you! I'm gonna fight you! <laughs> but
2: yeah, I that's mean, awesome. like some of the other games I really like right now is um, I love Delta Green. It's one of my favorite uh, games. that's out there. I, I just love the that. concept of it. Oh god, it's so. What do you like about? <laughs> it? Well, I mean, it's probably partly because X Files, and it's just like automatically in my head, like very similar to that. Mm-hmm. I like torturing pcs i think so it um it's kind <laughs> it it of baked into the rules it's kind of baked into the rules that board, you right? slowly drive them mad it's like their character either dies or goes insane and it's like that's kind of cool i like that no i mean it's just because i was always a fan of things like the thing and you know those kind of movies like that era and to me it kind of like fits into that genre and uh yeah i don't know i just i love horror so
3: yeah it's it's still one of my favorites just I love it simply because it's almost uh, no holes barred as far as going into that game. There's nothing you can't do. I mean, you can, you can pretty much say whatever you want to do and you're going to do it. And most of the things aren't even tied to a dice roll. It's just go do it and find out what happens.
0: You know, yeah. that's kind of what makes me appreciate the, uh, the free league games. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't always do a great job at it, but the idea of just tell me what you want to do, then then I'll tell you what what dice to roll. Because we both grew up playing D anD D, especially like a lot of the other guys in group, we played a lot of different games. But it's, we have this bad habit sometimes of of drifting into okay, I'm going to roll stealth or I'm going to, and, and instead of say, so, okay, I'm going to hide. Where is there? Is there a place where I can hide? So Okay. Right. Yeah, there's a rock over there. You can hide. It's like, okay, I, I'm going to try and hide over there. Well, and so okay, you hide fine. You don't need to roll anything or, or they can still probably see you. So you know, make a stealth check. So I, I like that kind of attitude rather than, you know, just always reaching for the dice. Uh, I like rolling dice, but I, yeah. I, I like, you know,
2: Anyway. Yeah. And that was one of the things that drew me to Twilight 2000 in the first place. And part of the reason why I was like, I want to do this as a podcast was because it had more of that, uh, like baked in, it had the ability to have more of a free form, like storytelling, you yeah. know, and, and not have it be like, okay, you want to climb? How high are you climbing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like it, you didn't have to break everything down mathematically. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, yeah, roll stamina, you know, and like move yeah. on, you know? And, um, because before this, like we were talking about, we'd played a lot of Pathfinder and I ran like a Starfinder campaign for like four years. Right. And I mean, I enjoyed it. I love science fiction and I took the characters from like one to 20, but I was like, okay, I'm good. And then like, let's try something else, you know? (laughs) And, uh, I don't know. I, um, yeah, and that was one of the things that drew me to the to the new version of it was that one I lo- always loved the setting. Like growing yeah. up I was like this is amazing. Like this is such a because yeah. I was like, you know, Mad Max and, you know, Red Dawn like smashed into one thing was like that's freaking great. And then yeah, when I started like reading through the rules after I got the the PDFs, I was like everything here's so intuitive. It's not like like even the combat's crunchy f- for the yeah. year zero engine that i know this now but for me at the time i was like this is so <laughs> straightforward and so like fast and loose you know like looking at more year zero stuff it's a little it's the crunchier yeah, of them i think but yeah. it's definitely yeah.
1: yeah yeah especially when you get into like the urban stuff mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. It's gets a little more oh gosh right? no
3: we don't nope <laughs> <the>
4: <laughs>
3: no i have i have urban operations ptsd we don't talk
4: about
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it probably took me about three or four sessions of Twilight 2000 to kind of get into the whole into the right mindset of okay, I just need to decide what happens here and and, and you know this, this try to you know uh, instead of trying to you know, go do everything by the book, I, mm-hmm. I just make a decision and and that's it and and. And it was just, it went so much smoother and everybody, I think, had a lot more fun once I you know I, I let go a little bit.
2: Yeah, it's like, I want to build a fire. Too. Yeah, yeah, go build a fire. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. This part doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, but I, it is funny, though, because like it's little things that catch you in that game,
2: right? So right.
1: how many times have you guys had ants?
2: Too many for Chris. Too many for Chris. Too, too many. So I, it's. It's a,
1: it is a, it's, it's free form, but it, it is a brutal system. Mm-hmm. And again, that, mm-hmm. I guess maybe, um, it, it missed be a good time just to tell us a little bit about the, the, um, two past midnight for those who, who, who don't know what well, was about the campaign, but the you know, sort of the story in general, sure. and where, you know,
2: what you guys have been doing. Sure. Um, well, I kind of, there was part of me that wanted to start it in a different place than the normal campaign starts. Cause it's, it's pretty standard that like it, Kalish, you know, it starts here and like you're part of the fifth infantry blah, 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 blah. you know, and that's cool. And it's freaking great. But I, I wanted to do something that wasn't quite in the same spot, in the same location that was like a little bit further off. And, um, so I'd come up somewhere with the idea of like them being POWs and I, it was cause there was a line in a book about them being prisoners, you know, and I was like, that'd be really cool. And it was like, well, what if they were POWs? And then it just kind of like spiraled from there. And I had my daughter pick a spot on the map. So it's her fault. She's four years old. It's her fault <laughs> that they started as far east as they did. Yeah. So uh the idea was they, you know, start off in a POW camp and uh, uh I don't know. I don't know how much I want to give away the first episode because it kind of like I like the way it like built. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh- yeah. So it was just kind of I thought it would be a neat way to to start it from there. And then they once they leave the um uh, the the prison camp. I thought it'd be interesting if they didn't, if the characters didn't know how things had been going. You know what I mean? Like they're like they'd been months, you know, at, at this prison camp, and that way the story could evolve and like inform the audience of like Operation Reset, and like we could build those things and the lore into the plot. So that was kind of why we did it that way. But
0: they haven't they really re- revealed to us what. I'm sorry. Free League hasn't mm-hmm. revealed to us what they plan for for Operation Reset. They, there are some hints, but have you decided made your own Operation Reset, or, or are you going off of like a, a an older <laughs> book? Or? Well, see, now
2: we're going to dive too far into like my strategy <laughs> on GMing, <laughs> which is like leave stuff just specific enough so that I can play with it but vague enough that I don't have to commit. (laughs) (laughs) I can kind of like roll with it and, you know, uh, I don't have to like write everything out ahead of time. I can like adjust things, you know what I mean? So that they make more sense in the moment. So it's kind of much more sandboxing on my side too, because I'm using the encounter cards to kind of like build everything around. And then I go, okay, well, here's this encounter card. What does that mean? If this is here, how is that connected to this? And how is that connected to that? And then I just kind of start connecting the dots. So
0: I totally agree. The encounter cards worked out amazingly well. I I pulled some random bullshit and and found ways to make it work with my plot line. Mm -hmm. And it turned out far, far better than, than what I was planning. So,
2: <laughs> Right? It's like you just pull a card and you're like, well, this is weird, but okay. I guess this is what happens here. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've but, never played in a game, because I never, what is, it, is it Forgotten Lands or Forbidden Lands? Forbidden Lands. I've never played yep. in a game where it's like, here's a map. Well, not, not a role-playing game. It mm. hasn't literally since been the old Ultima games, right? Where it's like, here's your map, go out. You know, I was so used to a lot of like, you know, your Final Fantasy, a lot of that stuff is very much like follow the path, do exactly the quests. But just this whole open world idea, and I think that what really got me about the new Twilight Two Thousand mm-hmm. was just like, because like as a GM, like I don't know, how Nathan like had Nathan had a story, but at the same time, <laughs> it's very much like he had no idea Good if we got plans. we were going to be like, let's go north, let's go south, let's right. go. You know, it's completely. That kind yeah. of discovery and randomness was pretty cool, and I, I don't know, for for a, for a player, Brian, how does that? The like open world, how does that? Is that is that comforting or is it scary? Uh, both. <laughs> I mean,
3: it, it's it's nice to have that ability to know that the GM can't you know kind of railroad you into like extreme encounters, you know, like hey, you keep along this path, you're going to a red dragon. <laughs> Whether you want to or not, that's where you're headed. Here you go. But with this, it, it's there's a bit of a, uh ability for us, the players, to throw just random stuff at him to where he has to kind of just adjust, adapt, or relay the railroad tracks to get us to where he wants <laughs> us to go. Like I said, it's my job as the uh, chaotic good character to make sure that he is on his toes to at least trying to kill us.
0: <laughs> Brian, why don't you tell us about your character in the Twilight 2000 game and why don't you tell us about the other characters too from the point of your character.
2: Point of view. But of in but in Emmett's voice.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> All right, young blood. Uh, I'm Emmett. Uh I've seen a
3: lot of things, been through a lot of battles, uh tired of killing. But killing is seems to be what I'm good at. I'm looking for my son Keanu and I'll do anything in the world to find him. <laughs> um the rest of these guys are dicks. <laughs> uh Murph and Cole, they uh they're 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 hardened by war. They're they're hard to deal with, but uh they are uh, very useful to my cause. And then uh, young blood, he's he's got a good heart, but um, I don't know that he has a heart for for battle. I kind of took him under my wing as almost like a, a a brother or son, and we just we we keep plugging away through battle, but it, it seems like every step we take, it's two steps back. It's it's a nightmare over here.
1: yeah it's hard to not so right so for anyone who's anyone who's been listening they know right they know all the stuff i'm i'm literally i haven't listened to the new one yet right but the the most recent drop i don't think but for those who all know there's a lot of stuff we can't talk about right because we don't want to (laughs) spoil but but i will say that at least for me as a listener i will say that the the character of emmett has, has become so like, you know, there's certain, like in our games too, we'll have like characters that just for whatever reason kind of stand out and Emmett's character by the luck of the dice, you know, by this, just like, it seems that there's almost nothing he can't pull out of his ass (laughs) and complete, right? No matter how hard things look, it's like, it's one die roll away from, well, that's four (laughs) successes. Right. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if you're aware of that. This is my this is the fan portion of it, right? Where it's like, no, I would say Emmett's definitely been a character. You talk about being the chaotic good. I, I would agree also with the listeners, like Emmett seems to be the uh the moral compass largely of 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 the group, uh considering uh you've got quite a v- variety of cast of characters.
2: Uh yeah, and and part of that came about because um like early on, like the part of the rules of *Twilight* 2000 is it has like the uh, the moral codes and the big dream, right? And yeah. so he was like, his big big dream is to find his son, and then he came up with the name Keanu. I was like, oh my god, that's fucking amazing! That is fucking great. Thank you, because it was like I had a chart where they rolled randomly to see what state they were from, and he rolled Hawaii, you know. And so it was like, oh Keanu, you know. I was like, oh my god, of course it's Keanu. And it's like, it wouldn't have been a big thing when he named him in 70, whatever, you know, 78 or 79. (laughs) But then, so he had that as his big dream. And I was like, well, that's a really easy thing to kind of tweak. And, you know, if it's like, if he's over here, I just decide he's with this unit and then boom, go from there, you know? And it, yeah, it just kind of turned into Emmett's been the, definitely the moral compass of the group. And it, it has a lot with the Religiousness that uh, Brian's been putting into the character, like that, kind of plays into it, and I appreciate that as a referee because it affords me the opportunity to create situations where he has to make those tough choices on that, and that's what's cool about that. That's because that's the cool thing about the game too is that's baked into the mechanics, is the moral dilemmas and the right. um, big dreams and you know that all of that and I don't know, I don't know. That's kind of my my take on it.
0: I found. You know when we play, we're, we can be pretty chaotic a lot of times. You know we're, we just goof off a lot. But mm-hmm. but when you're playing a modern game, like kind of in our general era, I found that the players really got they weren't they, they didn't turn into mur- murder hobos. They found a code for the for the players. Like Sean was probably the moral the the biggest moral compass for mm-hmm. uh, for our game.
1: Yeah, he was our Emmett, our military <laughs> badass. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he he made some tough decisions and like and I, I just I just set things up. I had no idea what he was gonna do. So these sandbox games, like for me as a GM, are are, are super great because like I have no idea what's gonna happen. I I've got like five plot points and, and hopefully you're gonna get to all of them. But <laughs> uh you know, just let them talk and, and let the kind of, some of the randomness take some of that control away from you and they really dove in and surprised the hell out of me i was like on the edge of my seat too so how's that adam for you how's that does that work the same way with you or you have
2: they surprised you yeah no there's been quite a few times (laughs) they've surprised me with their choices where i was like (laughs) "Uh, okay i guess we're doing this you know and um i'm trying to think if there was a really good example of that um where they just did a thing and i was like i didn't expect you guys to do this but okay I can't think of anything like offhand. I, I think it's probably happened too many times that they do the thing that I don't expect them to do. Cause it's in my head. I'm like, that's the dumb thing. Why would you do that? You know? And then they do it and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, we, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. Like for example, there was a, there was one episode where I, I had um, a character from their past show up and uh, I kind of wasn't a hundred percent sure if they were going to kill him or not. Cause I was like, I don't know Well, I'm kind of rolling the dice on this one. Like they might, just kill this guy, you know. And uh, they kind of surprised me with with that reaction. I'm I'm not disappointed that they you know didn't kill him, but uh, but they yeah, are. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are. Now. They probably are. Yeah, I mean I, it's it's a lot different than I'm uh, used to because, like I was saying, I ran Starfinder for a long time, and I that was like a, I was planning you know every little detail of that, and that that campaign kind of started with I was like, okay, here's the big bad guy at the end. Blah, you know, and it was like, and then I had to like build to it because it was still homebrew. But then like in between there, I was running an Iron Gods campaign for Pathfinder. So that's also it's like it's laid out. You know what I mean? It's like, here's the story. And uh, I don't know. It's refreshing to have it be where I have to respond and like improvise based off of what they're doing and the choices they make. Like um, there's one character that just leaves at one point, you know, because he's just like, fuck this. I'm out, you know, and just like goes off. And um, I didn't see that coming. I was like, I didn't know he, my, you know, that was going to happen. Yeah, so I mean, there's it happens constantly. Really, it happens a lot where they totally throw me for a loop, and I don't know what to what to make of it, and I have to just improvise and run with it.
0: So, how do you deal with the like the deadliness of, of the game? <laughs>
3: Hold on, no. He doesn't deal with the deadliness of the game. That is a player issue, right there. The right, what, deal with it.
0: <laughs> Brian, how do you deal with the deadliness of the game? <laughs> as soon as you sit
3: down and grab a handful of Twilight dice, you have to just be very comfortable that the next time that they roll, you could die. You just have to reach that point, because even with Emmett, like everybody has, like is. I mean, honestly, we're all shocked that any of us has made it to this many episodes, as deadly as the system can be. Mm. And honestly, I mean, there has been at least more than a dozen times that, by all rights, I should have died. (laughs) But the dice just smiled on me enough to allow me to go to the next thing. So, Mm. I mean, this whole system is... I mean, to me, just one giant panic attack through the whole thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you played something this deadly before? No,
3: no, not, not, not by mm-hmm. any chance. The biggest thing with Twilight, no magical healing. <laughs> yes, right. Twilight 2000 is there. Twilight uh,
2: 2000, no not clerics. glittery vampires.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <There's, Right.
4: laughs>
3: There is no magical healing. There is no like, hey, this just fixes whatever... You can even come back from death. No, it's instantaneous, permanent, right now kind of death.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Brian, I'll I'll agree is playing in Nathan's game. I I would say every single time we entered combat, no matter how minor, it it was the same thing, right? Because I would say that Twilight 2000 rewards good play, Mm -hmm. smart play. Mm -hmm. If you use cover, if you take advantage of the things you can You will increase your chances, but there's nothing stops the die from just rolling and and it's not forgiving. Mm -mm. Yeah, no, I I felt the same way every (laughs) single encounter. But in some ways, that's good because I find in some campaigns, I'll kind of flip this around as a GM to Nathan's player. Nathan's character in my Dungeons and Dragons game literally is constantly trying to get themselves killed. And part of that is because the system is just so hard to die in. And, and, and I, we had a couple of things in our twilight game where, you know, I think as players, we made the wise choice to allow someone who had the upper hand on us. And we didn't just like, well, we're the PCs. We're always going to win. Let's fight them. You know, you, Mm -hmm. we capitulated and we did probably what was the more realistic thing because there was no way we could have survived, you know, not, not you know yeah, you would, so no it, I, I think it, you mean it's like surrender because right?
2: the right, odds with are you, against Brian, you it's terrifying <laughs> yeah yeah surrender because the odds are massively against you instead yes, of being like oh, yes. <laughs> so,
0: you know there's there's uh, five guys with machine guns and you're all kneeling on the ground you know it's like do you fight back or <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. let them take your shit
3: you let, yep. you
1: let them take your shit
3: yeah <laughs> but no room for barbarians in twilight 2000. <laughs> <laughs> right.
4: You can't rage. You can rage. Right?
2: <laughs> the interesting thing is I think that's part of the reason what drew me to the game in the first place. Cause um, I could relate to it on a certain level because I, I was in the military and I was a, um, I was a Navy corpsman, which is a, like the medics that are stationed with the Marine Corps. And I was with a Marine Corps infantry platoon. And uh, so my experience ends up coming through sometimes because I was never like, yo, let's go charge this machine gun nest and kill them. I was like, this is how you get hurt. And I have to work. Like, I don't (laughs) want to work. (laughs) Don't make me do more work. You know? So like that thought process of how deadly every single thing could be was always in the back of my head. And so I've, I've tried to like, I don't know, push that neuroses on everybody else, I guess.
1: How many of your cast are there? Cause I think, um, is, is it uh, Jeremy?
2: Is mm-hmm. he? Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah
1: I, and I. I it kind of definitely comes through. I just didn't know. Is are you and Jeremy the only uh prior uh, military or
2: Jeremy and I and Chris? Uh, Chris okay. was in the army. Jeremy was in the uh, Marine Corps, and I was in Navy Corpsman. So yes.
1: Yeah, it was one of our, uh, our one of our only first complaints we ever got was some. It was about one of the other cast members <laughs> was saying, "Oh, you need some military people on your podcast doing the military," and, and I, I didn't know because right, and we actually do have a couple uh, mm-hmm. folks uh, who are or were were mm-hmm. a long time ago, um, but uh, yeah, so I didn't know if, how that colored how you
2: run or play um, or not. But it definitely colored how I play it, but it's also part of the reason why I chose the game in the first place, because I went into the, I went in in 97, right? Like that was the year I enlisted. And, uh, I was stationed with second battalion, eighth Marines in the year 2000. And I was looking at the map in Sweden and went, holy shit, I'm right there. You know? And it just <laughs> like, it, it changed for me, like what the game was, you know, like I remembered it from being a kid and it was this like, in a, in a sense, it was a fantasy world still, yeah. you know, it was like, it was like Red Dawn. It was like these things. It was a movie, you know? And then at that moment I was like, I know these guys, like I could make NPCs out of this entire battalion, you know, cause I know <laughs> all of them yeah. and it, it just, it changed it. It changed how I like saw the game and how I, I was like, I know how, I, how I would run this game. I know exactly how I would run it. So it definitely informed it, but, um, yeah. And that's, I think, I think it, it comes from that in my head, at least.
0: I think people can tell, except for that that one guy couldn't tell that w- we did but uh, but I think I think when you're when you're running and you've got people uh at least some of the cast mm-hmm. have some experience in, in just the way you talk and the you know the, the vernacular and and uh for this type of game, it really adds a lot of flavor because you don't have that like you know, in, in Pathfinder d like, oh, ago <laughs> right. know, you know, I, I was a, I used to be a barbarian. And I, right. I used to be a wizard. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, so like modern games just really have a, like a different feel. It, you know, I, again, I, I like everything, but, uh, you know, I'll play mm. it, whatever, but it was really refreshing to, to play a, a modern game like this. And, and uh, I'm sure that's probably why people listen to you is, is, Probably like us, you probably have a, uh, quite a few uh military <laughs> uh, ex- uh, listeners with military experience, and they're kind of you know reliving some stuff and, and they might be going uh oh yeah, that makes sense oh what they're so stupid why are they doing that way
2: <laughs> uh, that's not what this part of the tank is called I'm like i was never yeah. in a tank I don't know man <laughs> I was oh, sleeping man. in mud holes
0: <laughs> I didn't look up any like pictures of the interior of a Bradley until like after we were done film was oh it has, a, <laughs> it has a
2: ramp in the back
0: i if i if i had known that
2: i've been totally different yeah uh, yeah maybe next time
0: <laughs> you're so you're not just doing tw- tw- 2000 right. you are the only um podcast i know that that is double fisting it in in real time
2: <laughs> huh? really really Nathan. <laughs> well- <laughs>
0: Like, like alcohol, like alcohol. That's, yeah. You know, get your mind on I, mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly,
2: we, we've kind of, we put the uh, Encore of the Lost show on a hiatus for right now. So oh, it's kind okay. of like, it, and that's because real life things happen. And, you know, sometimes people don't have the time to commit to things anymore. So it, it's, it's kind of on pause, you know? Okay. And, um, but I also still wanted to play all these other games. So we've been recording uh, Cyborg recently. We're playing a, a oh, playthrough cool. of that right now. We probably still have another Session this week, I think Brian is one recording, right? Isn't that yep. this week? Yeah. Yep. So we're going to record again uh this week, and uh hopefully that should be coming out pretty soon. But yeah, I mean, I, I like I still want to play more games, but then it ends up being like who's doing the editing and who's doing what, and right. so as of right now, we just have the one show, and I wish we were doing you know more shows, but we all have full time jobs and you know full time lives and whatnot, and so it's hard to. <laughs> You know, balance that sometimes. So
0: yeah, it's it's a lot. You know, editing is is a is a pretty tedious process because you actually have, you have you play for two hours, you actually have to listen
2: <laughs> six, yeah, <laughs> maybe right, eight. Right. It's about three yeah, to on one, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And we both edit separately. I don't know mm-hmm. if you, do you do all that. I I do like a first. Well, Nathan does some technical stuff.
2: And then yeah, I so do what, like I call, what I call production edits.
0: Spot is, it was technically be called spotting.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think we call that clicks and bumps because we're not professionals. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so he's so he's doing more of the story editing. So he's marking to mm. say, okay, this is this is too much oh, okay. table talk, or this is too much rolling dice, or looking up rules, and mm. I can just right, right.
1: cut all that stuff out, or. And so he's doing. My number one edit is overtalk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to literally listen and go, okay, who's actually talking about the storyline and who's just, blah, and I have to like tell him, mute this person, right? You know, and, <laughs> and then sort of. I don't touch any of the of the audio though. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Nathan doesn't let me actually touch it. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I, I can mark it, but I can't touch it. It's a
0: beautiful relationship. I want to stay. I want to stay that That's way. But yeah, so so how do you guys divvy up how do you guys divvy up the uh re- responsibilities for reducing the show?
2: Well, usually what we do is we'll get the everyone's recording first of all and then um at this point like I'll run it th- uh for two past midnight I'll run it through all of we have like macros set up for audacity to to just kind of like run everything through. And then depending on what Brian has going on if he's able to if he's you know if he can for that week or not. Um, we, we have what's called clicks and bumps, which is where you go through and literally edit out like, or like someone hit the mic or whatever, you know, <laughs> yep. like those things. And then I'll go through and do all the story editing and like put the music in and kind of go from there. But, uh, and yeah, shift around over talk and, you know, cut out whole sections where it's like, this is dumb. It's not doesn't need to be there. <laughs> yeah. But like, but I also do think that a lot of times the rules need to be there because, and and this is just. Somewhere along the way, I, I had this idea that there's two stories that happen within it. There's, like, the story that's happening in the game, and then there's the story of us playing the game. And, like, those are both kind of part of the story, and it's almost like the making of and the movie all happening at the same time, you know? And uh,
1: I think that's one of the cool things about well, – so everyone's got their own opinions. So mine is like mm-hmm. actual play. So we edit things that we just think like,
2: no one wants to hear this. <laughs> <right>. we'll,
1: <laughs> yeah. we'll spend, if we have to spend 10 minutes, figure out who, what the initiative order is, we'll often mm. just come back to it. Mm-hmm. But, but and the actual play should feel like you're actually listening to people play. You right. You have to be careful. Like we definitely don't edit to the point where we're not an audio drama. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and and <laughs> I think that we just, we try to spare people, you know, some some of the, the less interesting aspects of looking things up and stuff, but, yeah, no, I, it should feel like people playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it,
0: I think we kept a lot more of it in for Twilight 2000 because one, we were playing like the, mostly the alpha rules the beta. and mm-hmm, eventually yeah. the beta rules so there's no no page numbers or anything, but, but w- w- we <laughs> kind of liked the idea that, okay, this is something that people haven't played yet. They might want to really hear how that goes. So we left mm. a, a lot of that stuff in. For the D&D, everybody knows what a fireball does. That's uh, Um, we're not (laughs) nobody needs to read out (laughs) what a spell does (laughs) right so that shit's just cutting out i'm just cutting out all that shit out Mm -hmm. because everybody already does but Twilight 2000 or if we switch to another game like like when we play alien we leave a lot of that stuff in just because you know they may be thinking about playing this game and they want to see how this is going to fit in with my group so Mm -hmm. i mean i think that's one of the big reasons why people Watch shows like yours and ours is say you want to try out the game in their heads and 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 go to their friends and say hey this actually sounds pretty fun I think I can run this
4: you
2: know mm-hmm.
0: so I think that's a, a big uh, you know uh, draw mm-hmm. for for shows like like ours so
2: right and yeah and like my brother and I had talked about that it's like it's still an actual play it's not just a radio drama because he has he's, yeah. there's been a few times he's had to push me back from the radio drama side of it because if it were just me I'd be trying to make like Fucking paths of glory or something like that, and uh, so he has to kind of like rein me in sometimes. And that was kind of when I had that idea of like, there's two stories happening. There's the yeah. the making of table, and then there's the like in my head story, you know. But yeah, and I and I agree. Like, it's still an actual play. It's still playing the game. And I think I think sometimes. Like, the rules can be interesting and dramatic if you, like, play up the drama of the rule and how important that rule is at that moment. You know, it's like, this is where it is right now. This one die roll (laughs) is it, you know? And, like, I think that's interesting. And, like, so, yeah, it's 100%. The rules are very important for it.
1: How did you guys like the character creation process or did you, did you go through, did you use templates or did you go through the, the, uh, the, the cycles,
2: the life path? Yeah, we did the, yeah. yeah, we did the life path, uh, method. And that was mostly because I thought that was interesting. I thought it'd be cool to, to just play it out that way. And it gave me an excuse to have our session zero be called life paths of glory. Cause I thought that was funny. <laughs> and I love that movie so much. <laughs>
1: Did you have any surprises? Like, um, All of did it. anyone start? <laughs> That's what I'm saying because I, I know I ended up playing a different character than I was going to mm-hmm. uh, because just the way the dice. So I just don't know. Did Brian? Did you? Did you set out to be a complete nutter badass? No. <laughs>
3: well, I, I mean, as we've seen, the dice is what has made me a badass. Um, <laughs> no, starting out, I just, I just kind of went with it. I mean, and. Honestly, I didn't expect to make it as far in the life path as I did. I think I made it to like seven or eight successes in. Like Mm. I made it way further than I should. So I was way Mm. older than I thought I would be when it ended. Right. And then uh, Adam added the extra mechanic of roll where you're from. So (laughs) when it was all said and done, like, I mean, I had my strength, stamina, close combat. That whole column was maxed heavy artillery like the 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 <laughs> heavy firearms all that was maxed out and when i rolled hawaii at that point immediately dog the bounty hunter popped in my
1: head
2: <laughs> so so that's that's edit really that, wh- edit that edit
4: that <laughs> cut that cut
1: his <laughs> it <'Cause> has oh, my- <laughs> completely changed my view now i gotta recalibrate because I, I honestly that's <laughs> it where it started guy. from Oh, okay.
4: Right.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. I got the that's a that's a total visual recalibration. Cause I think in my head, um, do you remember um oh my gosh, Gene Hackman? It was one of the first like POW kind of movies that came out. Yes, yeah, before Chuck Norris and all of them started doing missing in action, they did like it was like one of the first like Vietnam that movies first where they're missing were, an
2: action with the rat thing's fucking terrifying. But anyway, yes, go ahead. Sorry. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, There's a guy in there who's like gruff and he's got like this grenade around his neck. And there always ask him, you know, why do you wear a grenade? Valor. Uncommon it. Valor. Yeah. And yep. he's like, and he's the rough guy. And he's always like, um, yeah, if life gets too crappy, I'll just pull the pin and find out what comes next, you know. So that's sort of my... <laughs> It's been now, now, now I'm dog. Now it's dog, the bounty hunter. Thanks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, so no. I
1: know it's a hiatus, but just if you want to uh, give a quick shout out about encore, the lost, and the only yeah. reason I'm asking sort of is, so I started to listen to uh, yours and I had also tried I, not that I tried, I started to listen to somebody else doing that story mm-hmm. both times, just real life got in the way, but an incredibly cool concept. Mm-hmm. So I, I may let folks know kind of the idea behind that AP uh, if they're interested.
2: So Encore of the Lost. Uh, well, I mean that was the name of our show, but the uh, the, actual oh, sorry, AP, the actual AP, yeah. yeah, the actual AP is for Pathfinder Second Edition. It's um, oh dang it, uh, Extinction Curse. Extinction Curse. Thank you. And um, all the characters start off as uh, circus performers, and uh, there's a murder. I'm not giving anything away. It happens in the first like scene of the AP you know, no spoilers. And then like, but it's like the murder of their like ringmaster, right? Like they're, you know, the guy that runs the circus. And so then you have to like one cope with, there's a show you have to put on and then you have to like put on the show as like part of the AP. And then it's like, then solve the murder and see what happened. I don't, I, I can't go too far into the details. Cause I don't know. I wasn't the GM for it. That uh, was my brother. Like he would know way more about like, uh, the, the finer details of it, but I'm, Well, that was one of the things we thought was interesting. And and it was kind of I think it was probably Brian and I that pushed Jeremy towards that one specifically. Cause as soon as it was like, hey, there's a circus one. I was like, that's amazing. I want to play in a circus (laughs) so bad. I already have a character idea. (laughs) And uh but but yeah, I mean it's it's just a really cool idea to have like characters that are in a circus, because one, it it allows you to come up with just like a weird character. And then two, it gives you the opportunity to have characters. As far as an AP, it's like oh, you move from point to point because you're traveling around as a circus. So it lends itself to probably that type of storytelling anyway, because you get to have a reason why they're moving, you know, and not mm. just staying in one place. But uh, yeah, so it's all investigating a murder and you know trying to figure out what's going on in this weird small town.
0: About how many episodes did you guys get in? 32?
2: That? Yeah. 33? That's pretty Hold good. On. Yeah, we got we got yeah, pretty, yeah we got most almost. We, about two thirds of the way through the first book. And, uh, yeah, like I said, you know, life kind of happens and we kind of had to put that on hold for a while. Not, not bad things, you know, just life yeah, in yeah. general, some good things and whatnot.
4: <laughs>
0: it's been, <laughs> we, we've got all of that right now. It's uh, yeah.
1: so we definitely, our approach has been very much, um, I'd say short runs, Mm-hmm. I, I'm sort of a little jealous of, in some ways, the uh, the, the long format. So you're how many episodes into uh,
2: Two Past Midnight? Um, I think 39 was this week, and 40 yeah. is next week. Yeah, so we're right in, Yeah, Yeah, 39 just released um, on uh, whatever yesterday was, the 20... 20-
0: Eventually, yeah. I want to play Twilight 2000 again, so mm-hmm. are you guys stopping so I can... <laughs> <laughs>
2: So
1: do you, do you see it? Do you see this being, or, or, or do you have it planned? So this is going to, you know, how long do you think the story that you guys are going to tell this? Is this a long, long-term story? Like, you know, some of these APs, you know, for running an AP, they go mm-hmm. hundreds of episodes, right? Or, or do you have a, a story arc that, that you're looking to, to, to complete or to move on
2: or? or well, mm. I yes, mean, Adam. Please do tell. <laughs> See, Brian's here, and I don't want him to know this. <laughs> okay, okay. Brian, take off your headphones. He,
0: he's not listening. <laughs> I'm sure none of the other guys will listen either. It's that? ending next week. Sorry, <laughs>
2: sorry. It's done. It's done. Another nuke just drops out of nowhere. And poof, gone. Everyone's dead. It's the it's the Twilight 2000 version of Rocks Fall. Everyone dies. Um, <laughs> no, I I I kind of have an idea of like what I want to do, and I have like a point of where it would end, and it's probably further than most people think. But it's also that, like, I've I, I've constantly thought of everything as mini arcs within it. So even then, like, we're in the middle of, like, a larger arc, and I kind of have, like, other arcs after that. You know what I mean? That I'm kind of thinking about that I think would be interesting. And that's just because... And I think I joked about this online, like, in, like, posts and whatnot before about, like, how the world's a big place. And I think that it is. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the game uh, historically focuses on Poland and, like, the, the, the army in Poland, you know, and, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of other stuff that can happen. And even like the first and second edition had like, you get back to the States now, you know, and it had those things. And I think it'd be interesting to explore those ideas, maybe not in that same way, maybe something like Jericho style or like, oh like, yeah. so yeah. I, these are just, I don't know, none of this stuff's happened yet, but you know, you could put it anywhere. Like you could put this game anywhere in the world and just be like, here you go. And it changes the tone if it's not military. Because I, I do think that as as much as a lot of the people that probably do listen are former military and it, it is kind of a big focus of the game and you know, at least three-fifths of us were in the military, I don't think it's exclusively like a military setting. It just happens to be I don't know. I don't know. It's not the only thing that defines the game as far as I'm concerned. It's It's much more about that struggle for survival and Finding a place in the world, and you know, I, th- I think that's where the real story is. It just happens to be who the focus is.
0: I I totally agree with you. And that's that's I when I started the game, I said, okay, let's think more more Walking Dead than mm-hmm. uh than anything else. And and if I ever do run this again with with those characters, it's gonna. I, I told them, I warned them, ready. It's gonna get fucking weird.
2: Um, <laughs> so you're going to bring in dark conspiracies and like... <laughs> well,
1: I, you know, I was pushing them. I thought it was be cool because we love, we love... So if you haven't played Aliens yet, mm. it's a fantastic system. Yeah. Um, yeah. The stress mechanic there yeah. is amazing. Yeah. I, I always tell everybody, when you start playing, it's the best your character's going to be. And it all goes downhill from there. And, and I know, Brian, you're talking about the fear of like the dice. When oh, you're no. the stress goes Nothing up, compared. anything you do, yeah. you're rolling those stress <laughs> dice, you could freak out at any time. Like it is a, it, they've mastered this mechanic because of not really, you can't really be afraid. You're not going to get eaten by an alien for real. But their mechanic it, is stressful <laughs> that as a <laughs> player, it's great. You get to have some. So yeah, um, but but I thought a crossover would be great.
0: And I might, maybe that's what I'm going to do. You might do, do it. it.
1: There was a guy online on uh, Twitter the other day saying they should do a V. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Twilight <laughs> 2000 crossover would be <laughs> yeah. awesome.
2: Well, that'd almost be like, and I'm just thinking about rules wise, that'd be kind of like if you take more of the structure of the way Blade Runner's set up and like smash it in with Twilight 2000, that might, yeah. you yeah. could get that tone of V with it. But yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I really like the, the flexibility of the years
1: zero. Yeah, so Brian, if you find yeah. any giant egg sacks, don't have Emmett look in there. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, giant cabbages. Giant <laughs>
1: cabbages. No, giant we, cabbages. we
0: have we
3: have a character who touches things that he shouldn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I and I love that character too. <laughs> I it would not be without telling so that character he reminds me of a real life kid. This is one of those, like, so when we were getting ready to go over to the Middle East, they issued us those little these little smart books, mm-hmm. right? This, you know, this is about Iraq. This, is, and this is ages ago. And this kid, my buddy Dale, said so the kid came to him and said, "Hey, Sarge, and he goes, you know, Hey, Sarge, I got this book. How, how do I protect it?" Mm-hmm. And Dale was like, "Oh, you just put it in a Ziploc bag." And he said. The kid looked at him, kind of bewildered, and said, "Well, Sarge, how do I read it then?" <laughs>
4: So,
1: so, I love that character. That's who I picture in my head that young kid from like, you know, yep. way back when. Every time he that's talks, it. I'm like, yep, he's yep. got his smart book in a Ziploc bag, can't figure out how to read it. <laughs>
0: that's
1: awesome.
0: You know, and that's the kind of thing like, you know, I don't have a military experience, but that's the kind of thing you, you get when you have people, if you have a, a game with some military stuff in it and you have players with some of that experience, you you get some of that flavor. I I am 52 years old and I just found out about smart (laughs) bucks. So,
1: and and I think that's why I played a civilian character. I wanted, like you said, I I thought that the story is clearly more than just because war affects more than just soldiers. It's all those people who get caught. Right. And so I, I thought it was kind of interesting that most of us played just people trying to get out of the way.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um so yeah, no, it's it it does lend itself to a variety. And and like Nathan has said earlier about um Walking Dead, and now it's like, well, now they're now Free League's making a Walking Dead game, yeah. <laughs> it's like,
0: and they're using a different dice mechanic. It's like, well, why don't you just use the Twilight Two Thousand dice mechanic? Uh
2: I know. Really? you're well, killing me! It kind of looked like they was closer to the Aliens one, from like yeah, what I was, yeah, and yeah. that's I don't know because I haven't seen any of the rules, but just judging from like the the dice, like that kind of looks like it's more like that. But yeah,
0: yeah, I think so too. So you're gonna do some a cyborg? um Is this a short run? I guess. Mm,
2: or? Yeah, it'll be a short run, probably three or four episodes is Anything kind of what we're looking at
0: lined up after that or,
2: um, uh, I don't know yet. Uh, I, I know we're going to run Delta green again in the summer cause we've mm-hmm. kind of decided for a really weird inside joke reason that September we always do Delta green. So that'll, that'll be, we're going to do another one then. Um, in between there, I'm, we'll probably play something else. I just don't know what yet at this point, okay. it'll probably be whatever we, you know, hmm. Just yeah. Let
0: me know so we don't play the same thing. And, you know. <laughs> we'll see.
2: <laughs> you guys have already got me a couple times. I'm like, damn it, I want to do that next. Damn it, I <laughs> want to do that next.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess the live thing we're trying to to sprinkle in some stuff we haven't. I haven't been able to get to the table.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And it's really kind of up in the air what our next story is. But we have uh, a few more D and D episodes left to for 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 us to edit, and then. A ton of aliens episodes. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm, we're going to record in the next few weeks isn't going to come out until like December. So, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we so, have our, our our podcast has the most out of time references because <laughs> <laughs> it's like
2: eighteen months later. I, I mean, it works for the title, right? I mean, it's yeah. like... <laughs> it really
4: does. Really, really it's like does. a year late.
2: It's like that's from like two thousand and three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, our our last episode i think was a christmas episode from a mm-hmm. from a year and a half ago so mm-hmm. i wonder why
1: malcolm had the little hat with the he had the little <laughs> snow hat on yeah.
2: <sighs> well that's like you guys were doing death in space and i was like damn it i wanted to do that one next and so i'm like i'll toss that off for a year or two i'll do <laughs> that later
0: <laughs> you know what but i think with with those kinds of games yeah we got really good uh feedback on that just from the live and like mm-hmm. You're not edited it at all in, right. in mediocre audio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, so, and that did pretty well considering. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you did like a, a podcast version of it, I think uh, I think you'd probably get, you know, marketing yeah. wise, if you want to get some more listeners,
1: yeah. I think yeah. you'd get some, get some folks for that. So we were originally, my plan was to do Death in Space as one of our stories.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it was Nathan's idea because we literally were sitting on like, we started, we've begun sitting on so many different games mm-hmm. that this kind of rapid fire idea to do some short, we're, and you know, it's okay, I always say it, it's okay to imitate. So mm-hmm. we look at like, um, and I'll just throw it out there. It's like Glass Cannon has Course, the Who This, yeah. right? It's yeah. a great series, right? Mm-hmm. Love that series. It was really great when they did one on Twilight Two Thousand. It was because we got it all was. we got all the sloppy seconds,
4: <laughs> it's like, you
2: know. Yeah. Right. Thanks for <laughs> only doing Our, three, three episodes really Glass went. Cannon. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Um. So that's kind of what we were trying to do with this, but like you know, but as an actual, my original was a whole story, and I think that the uh, Death in Space is kind of a cool. It's a very cool setting. Uh, we also looked at Vast Grim. Mm-hmm. You guys mm-hmm. would like that, too. It's another sort of uh, dark. Every There's a trend coming out of Free League. Very dark.
2: There <laughs> is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. They need a lighthearted game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Wait, why. I, it, I, I, I've been joking about this one with my brother, and I might be giving away the, the next big game, but if someone <laughs> wants to make it, be my guest. Uh, I've been joking about Birthday Borg for a while now where it's like you're at a birthday party and uh, you don't really die. You just have to go home. You know what I mean? Like you, you, like you pee your pants or like your clothes get too wet. But it's like, but you just use like those, that rule set. And it's like all the dangers of like a, you know, young That's kid awesome. birthday party.
1: All right, Nathan, take notes. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I don't have the time to write it anyway. Take it. <laughs>
4: so,
0: no, so my, my other Borg idea, Let's see if you get it. Is is Tingleborg.
2: Oh. Oh god. What? Chuck what is Tingle? That?
1: Are you sure? Of Chuck okay. Chuck Tingle? So oh, yeah. if yeah. you've never oh, heard yeah. of Chuck Tingle, look him up. He is a legitimate author who's written all these books, <laughs> but the titles are really weird. Chingle- um, and he actually has the Tingleverse. He created a role playing game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> based on <laughs> there are yeah. Yeah, they're all. It's an adult podcast, so oh yeah, my Nathan, God. you can. Yeah, okay. all right. I see it. where you're going with this. <laughs> so
0: a lot of pounded in the butt by inanimate all objects. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: really strange.
0: <laughs> so yeah. I wanted to merge tingle, Tingleverse with with Mork Borg and, and,
1: and, <laughs> and Tingleborg. You know, tingleborg. It's well, then that's also
2: like the tingler with the old Vincent Price movie where they had the things that came oh. up and the, they tickled people in the back. <laughs> that wasn't that what it was called the tingler or was it the Tickler? Oh.
1: I can not remember. Know. I got to look that up. I, I, I don't I know. That the sounds very...
2: Vincent Price. It was yeah. a Vincent Price movie and like they oh did this thing in the theater where random chairs had like a little like bzz, uh, like a little buzzer in it so that people would like freak out like and they're like oh it's got it's you know the tinkler in 1959. Tingler. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, so they were doing like messing with like the vision kind of the
2: really Yeah, like, it was it was like, like the 4D before you. 4D was a 4 yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 Wow.
1: Well, I think that's a cool idea. And I think that's kind of fun when you've got these light rule sets because you can really take them and do anything you want with them mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. just have fun.
2: Well, and that was like, there was a, I, I, the other idea I had was like a hack for uh, Murk Borg where it's like the hero version of it, where it's like your character doesn't have hit points, which means they can't die. You can do whatever you want, you know? And that's basically my way of making fun of people that complain about their characters dying. So, ah. you know? <laughs> which never, <laughs> never happens at all.
1: Right. Yeah. It's like- <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. And I do want to say for people that haven't listened, because if you actually count the death toll of PCs in my game, like there hasn't been that many, yeah. like it's not like I'm slaughtering PCs every episode and nor am I the kind of GM that like, that's my goal is to kill PCs. I just think interesting story. And sometimes in a deadly system that happens, but you know,
0: yeah, it, it's yeah. it really, for, for me, the, my, uh, and I've engaged monster. way too much <laughs> in in some of the Twitter drama, uh, but
4: mm-hmm.
0: I look at is like if you look at any like good action or or fantasy or or hero games, there's they have these terrible things happen to them all the time. The consequences of of their actions that have caused it, or, or things not even uh, not even their own fault, but like mm-hmm. so, what happened? Like so. You know, Thor lost an eye and lost a his hammer. Uh, What's-her-name Romanov died. And, and this was, like, like, people die in these movies and, and people go, oh, oh, they they, sh- they shouldn't have done that. That That's terrible. But it makes it, you got to feel the, the danger and it makes, like, when they actually finally succeed or win or, or take the bad guy, it makes that so much sweeter. Like, I want, like, when, when I would play... When I run, I want my players to look like that um, you know, South South Park meme. It's like I ain't heard no bell, you know,
4: <laughs> <laughs> like a bloody bruise. Right. Yeah. I want them yeah. to
0: win, but I want them to like to feel like they've earned it,
2: like uh, every inch of that victory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna make them. I'm gonna cheer for them as they they do these things, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be sad if they end up dying, but. But uh, I think it's just so much more interesting and so much more compelling and so much more dramatic and a and mm-hmm. uh, heck of a lot of fun mm-hmm. for everybody. Um,
2: so well, anyway. Yeah, I mean, weird. that's a lot like the difference between, I keep going back to movies because that's just my thing. Like it's the difference between like Commando, you know, and like Die Hard. You know, like Die Hard's a <laughs> way more interesting movie or even Commando and Predator. You know what I mean? Like Predator's no, a Predator. way more interesting movie yeah, but, because uh, like he might not win you know i mean it's still yeah. arnold and you, you know you're like okay fine it's arnold but like you know it but
0: you like there's a, all those other characters
2: right exactly
0: get, get, right? <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah and that, it's more interesting that way if they have to like barely make it you know or yeah. rocky you know he didn't win in the first one yeah. you know yeah. spoiler right. alert sorry might want to cut that yeah. 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 someone hasn't <laughs> seen a movie that came <laughs> out you in 70 whatever like, yeah throwing out these spoilers yeah. sorry. Like, so
0: I, I always right. throw it uh, throw empire strikes back but um
2: my favorite one of the of the original trilogy but yeah yeah.
3: well and with you two sadists the way that you're talking i mean you guys are actually (laughs) this you guys are the the saw movie like i want (laughs) you to win but if you have a cut your own hand off to do so then you did your own hand it doesn't make you less monsters
1: (laughs) yeah I i think i think if you include death's disappearances maimings poisonings (laughs) (laughs) irradiated dinners uh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. uh animal side (laughs) right there's there's a lot of there's a lot of trail of tears in that episode i have no idea what you're talking about
2: i plead the fifth
1: (laughs) well and we're 40
3: episodes in at this point but we were actually just talking last time that we got together. It's like, we're only like less than three weeks of actual time traveled in game. (laughs) And it's like, it's like, Oh, this has been just a nightmare.
2: (laughs) And like, and I've, I've got like little X's to mark each hex they've been in and they've traveled. Like if you draw a straight line between the points, like, 50 kilometers 60 kilometers <laughs> like from point a to point b as a crow flies yeah, yeah, they yeah. just zigzagged and it's yeah yeah
0: yeah i'm, I'm gonna do, do if i if i end up doing it again i'm gonna do a little time jump just to say okay it's been a it's been more than a week
2: <laughs> everybody roll percentiles for your stuff just let, yeah, let's, let's just estimate it
0: but <laughs> well, i think when we left off some a couple of them had like radiation poisoning they were dealing with so.
2: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, that stuff, well, but all those little things are no joke in that game. But that's yeah, like, yeah, but that's the magic traps of the game. You know, that's the stuff that's like, or the curses or things like that. Like they exist in the other games. It's just for some reason, because it's in a much more like realistic setting, it makes it, I don't know, somehow feel darker than like, for example, we're okay with slaughtering hordes of orcs. You know what I mean? Right, but right. like. If you just did the same thing and they were humans, people would get kind of touchy about it. I'm not saying we should slaughter humans. Right. I'm saying like Maybe we it, there's a weird divide sometimes in r p g s where people are like it's okay to kill all these goblins, this whole like underground society of goblins and feel not bad about it at all. It's like really <laughs> like- you know, there's there's, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of
0: at least Twitter controversy about that too is yeah is, is you know well. Uh, I mean, and maybe and it makes sense be. that the whole yeah, colonialism I mean. argument uh, I said the word. Um but it's, it's, it's how, it's, it's <gasps> said the how I said the word. It's it does make sense it's, it's how we treat like goblins as a kind of disposable you just like okay that that thing over there is evil. We can just kill it and not feel any remorse. It's, that's kind of how how you know societies in power treated uh, other societies that they felt were you know not not human. So
4: mm-hmm.
0: so you could you can definitely that's it's not wrong. <laughs> I still enjoy <laughs> like slaughtering. Still like, enjoy like maybe I, I
2: still enjoy slaughtering orcs, it. but. So, yeah, See, well, <laughs> well, I'm, not, for, I'm have, not taking a stand on it. I'm just saying it's yeah, yeah. interesting. That's all yeah, I'm saying is like, I
0: haven't decided yet
1: the old <laughs> module. So I'm looking up here. I've got uh, the, the old keep of the borderlands. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it has this, you know, you open, go into a cave and it'll be like, there's 10 males, five females and three children. Yeah, it's yeah, got hit yeah, points yeah. for them. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I don't think we thought anything of that in 1980 something playing that right like i i think that as i've gotten older i know for me one of the weird things that's happened for me is i've i like combat Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i have found myself less wanton, like just throwing into combat and 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 even my characters who are fighters tend to like my one my my new favorite character i play is um like we'll try to reason through something mm-hmm, like do mm-hmm. i really need to kill can we make friends with these guys you know and then, and sometimes it doesn't work and you have to smash them right you know right like, but, right but but uh yeah I, you know it's not just as cut and dry as like i said just go into the room kill everybody <laughs> but yeah
0: i mean i think you could play it both ways if you sometimes you know sometimes it's more fun to play you know a deeper game where everything is a little more gray and sometimes it's it's more fun to play something just just black and white is I and more like right. a video game I'm, I'm just a smash the x button until yep. everything <laughs> in
2: <the same> <laughs> right until all the orcs are yeah. dead right. well
3: and and sometimes it even comes down to i mean almost how the gm explains the situation because yeah yeah we we kind of had a, a a moment where a fight broke out and it's roll for initiative and we thought we were at like a a bad guy hideout and we were at like a TGI Fridays. <laughs> it's like, you know, everybody just saw you like do what you just did. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I didn't know we were at a family restaurant. Sorry.
2: <laughs> that was an encore. That was an encore to the lost. Oh, okay. nice. are,
0: are those are those yeah. potato skins? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I sit over here. It's like there's people here. There there are people at all these tables. It's like oh oh shoot. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, you didn't you didn't have it on roll 20 as people.
1: Those <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I, I would say don't ever do don't ever put too many people on a map in roll twenty.
2: Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they made so
1: much fun of me. I don't, so I have to try to edit sometimes cause I'll be doing something in roll 20
4: mm-hmm.
1: and talking, but it's that awful talking when you're doing something and you're not really talking. And mm-hmm. so they're in this whole like red, basically like red wedding scene in the, in the end of the <laughs> first uh, sex drugs, saving throw story. <laughs> And it's supposed to be awful. It's like people being stabbed and killed. And of course, I'm trying to move. I thought, I'm going to make this great map. And I've got like 50, 60 different people. All right? And I'm like, move We're like, well, they're stabbing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting so stabbed. The way- it's just like this <laughs> dead Because all I'm thinking is, how do I move all these stupid icons? And they started laughing at me like, you
4: know, and they're dying and they're dying. <laughs>
1: it's just- uh, sorry, yeah. A lot of our humor comes from like, Matt, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my uh,
3: incompetence. I was, <laughs> yeah, I believe I even said, "Poor Matt," not too long <laughs> after after his inability to talk about the cube <laughs> Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I don't know, Adam. If you saw that or not, but apparently, so I ran uh, an episode where they had to fight gelatinous cubes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and oh, nice I, and I was I, I, I've been working on it. But apparently, I kept saying "genatless," <laughs> and it's literally like the third or fourth time. Tear, I can hear him when I was doing the editing. Tear goes, "Hey, is anybody going to tell him?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah oh, I,
0: on the video, I, I did a counter, and I think it mm-hmm. went up to like fifteen.
2: Um, yeah. times of... <sighs> oh man! Oh anyway. uh, man!
1: So, all right. So, anything else that you've got, uh, you got coming up that you wanted everybody to know about? Wait, do you have a,
2: like a Patreon or anything? I didn't even look. No, not yet. um We've talked about it, <laughs> but we haven't yes. we haven't started one yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we I think the only thing we have coming up right now, uh, like I said, we we've talked about having a Patreon. We just haven't started it yet because whatever. And it's kind of. Up to this point, we've told people that if they wanted wanted to help support us, instead maybe help support like there's this place called uh, Camp Hope, which is uh, in in Texas that uh, helps with like PTSD for former military stuff like that. Specifically, men. That's what P- uh, Camp Hope does. Whereas Camp Shield is specifically for women. Camp Shield gets a little bit less attention for some reason. So you could probably put more focus there. That would be great. So we'll call that instead of patreoning us do that. That'd be great. If you've got
1: links, send those to Nathan.
2: We yeah. can put those in the show notes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. th- definitely. And, uh, I know Brian and I are going to, uh, uh, Gen Con in the summer. So we, we will see. You there. I, know, I know. I'm, I'm really <laughs> looking Max forward. Ryan. I've never <laughs> been, Like I grew up in Ohio and I've never been to Gen Con somehow, but yeah, uh, I've never
1: been either. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Somehow I talked my wife into letting me go and I don't know why she agreed to this. <laughs> so, <laughs> But uh, So yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Like I said, we're probably going to do some more Delta Green in the summer. I'm not going to run a pre-written scenario. I'm, I'm writing one myself. So mm-hmm. last time we did Convergence, which was like one of the older ones from like the 90s. And uh, th- they had a re-release of it, like where they rewrote it for the new rules, which would have been great a year ago because I wouldn't have had to like adapt it on my own, but whatever. So yeah, so we're going to be running that coming up. And we have Cyborg, which should be coming out in a few I don't know it, that that's editing. So I don't know. It'll be a little bit before we, I get that one all <laughs> situated. So I don't want to make promises on when that's going to release, but, um, but yeah, so, and that, that's not going to be on our normal feed. That's going to be on, uh, we created a separate feed for stuff like that called Dork Day Extras. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way we can kind of keep our main feed as is, and then have other things over here. So it's
3: so you can easily binge listen to Twilight and whatnot without and uh yeah. skip encore or when the extras pop in and out.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I think that's a really great idea too because one of the Which ones I left. first podcast I ever listened to. They do multiple stories and it's like when you're in the car and you don't have your you know, mm-hmm. you're always right. No, I think having a nice clean uh man, that sounds right, have a nice clean stream. It's no, I think that's a good design. It's a good design. Yeah. Instead of chlamydia. It's support. so much better if it's a clean stream.
3: No blood. Uh, yep. yeah. My work tests me for that all the time.
2: Chlamydia?
1: <laughs> Are you, you don't a prostitute? Know what I do. <laughs>
2: They don't have to. They just enjoy it.
1: <laughs> Sex work is work. You do
0: that's you, Brian.
2: It is. It is. That's it's right. fine. Yeah. I'm not judging. I just didn't know. I don't know. I hinted some judging there.
3: There's a tone of better than me,
2: but that's normally there, I guess. I have that with everybody. It's not just you. Oh, man. Oh,
4: shit.
0: Well, I had fun. Glad to uh, have you guys on. I don't know when I'm going to get this out of (laughs) it.
2: That's fun. Probably by the time you do, we'll have Cyborg coming out. So it's (laughs) okay.
0: But yeah, so it was was great. Much success. Brian, I I hope your character survives uh, at least five more episodes. Yeah,
3: me too. And
0: and if you die, die a glorious death. That's okay. that's
3: what I've said about every character. I do not care if any of my characters die. I just don't want them to die boring. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, do, I don't want it to be like, oops, you tripped, or hey, you should have slept when you didn't. I don't want it to be one of those little like niche rules that it's like, oh, and you're dead now because of that.
2: I just wrote down what episode to kill Brian's character with a sniper on. So there you go. (laughs) Yep.
3: I it's like I want the I want the platoon death, you know, the the helicopter flying off as you're getting gunned down kind of death. Like
4: go
0: out and commission some real music for that. yeah. Yeah.
3: Well and before we, before we end this, I definitely want to uh, thank you guys. I mean, mm-hmm. with us being new to the whole thing and just you guys are just almost like the welcoming committee, like as yeah. far as like Twitter and TTRPGs <sighs> go, you guys are the friendliest people I think I've ever met in my life. So thank
0: you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's I really
3: like awesome.
0: I like people that are fun to banter with. And you mm-hmm. guys Banter and that is like <laughs> if you can banter, I'll be your best friend. <laughs> it helps you, you have a good show. I haven't listened to a whole lot. I listened to a couple and they're good, uh, but that's how I you know a pink fohawk. Listen to them and mm-hmm. banter with them. Our best friends, best friends, best friends. So whatever you guys need, you know this is not a competition. He says that
2: <laughs> none of us are getting rich. Well, not even I mean, if you, yeah. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this too, is I wanted to talk to you guys because, like, I've, I've liked your guys' stuff before and I'd watched your guys' Twilight 2000 when you guys, you know, first had that going. And, like, because, and uh, the tutorials, like the, the rules yeah, that you guys were doing, that. like, like yeah. yeah, like that was great. And I, because I was in the process of like learning the game at that time. And I'm like, all right, let me watch this. Let me watch the you know? So, like, yeah. I, yeah.
1: Do you know what's funny about that is, uh, so from just my, maybe like business side, cut this out, mm-hmm. is that um, consistently, so that's why, even though I'm not going to be able to be an active cast member in some of the stories, I'm mm-hmm. going to divert my time on my days off, my off shift days to going back to working on those tutorials. Mm-hmm. Those consistently every month are our mo- almost, I would say our most watched, but they are a consistent block of material because if you go to the Facebook site, there's every week there's new people joining the, the yeah. Facebook yeah. page. So mm-hmm. it's a, the potential for that community is massive, and people like tutorials and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I hardly ever
0: promote it. Like, I promoted like th- like uh, <laughs> a couple of days ago. But I hardly ever promote it, and other people are recommending it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll go yeah. and check. And there's uh, like every day, half our watches on on YouTube are his tutorials. So it's yeah.
1: So yeah, people want people want to see the
2: rules. So mm-hmm. They might
1: not say it all the time, but people want to. F- Be able to, like what Nathan said, vision themselves playing.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and that was one of the things, like, whenever I've seen it too, where people have asked about, like, you know, rules. I've I've even recommended you guys, I've been like, hey, AARPG does these, blah, blah, blah. You should check it out, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it it does get recommended a lot, and it's for good reason. You know, I think people do like to see this.
0: This Matt's voice. soothing. Voice
2: voice. <laughs> I, I, Nobody I wants to hear to me giggle character. through the rules.
1: Yeah, I don't have to no, do a character voice. I just put on my boring, I literally bought the same software I was using at work to do tutorials. Right? <laughs> so it's just like I'm comfortable with it. Nathan doesn't like it, but I use it. But um, yeah, <laughs> it allows me to shit. just not worry that I'm like, okay, roll your dice. <laughs> so it's so whatever. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. Anyway, voice, that's a whole separate conversation. (laughs) Oh, voice act, yeah. No, no, I, when we first started doing this, I had to like do so many takes of starting because I started doing like, hi, I'm Adam from, and it was like the, the like sweaty balls uh, skit from uh, (laughs) SNL. Like, like like Jeremy was like, why are you doing? Like you're, you're on fresh air. You're not on fresh air. Just fucking talk.
0: (laughs) Before we go, my strategy when I run, was basically because we get on, and we start talking and bantering, talk about it every mm-hmm. week a day, and I would not start the show until it, it kind of went off the deep end. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've gotten to once, that point. Yeah, once, once everybody's, once everybody's like laughing, and then, so, oh, okay, we're gonna start now, and, and that, <laughs> that's that's what we start doing. And it was it made everything so much fun, but I, mm-hmm. I couldn't do the intros. I I had to retake the intros like so many times because I couldn't say. Like a RPG podcast, I, I mm-hmm. like screw that up so, much. but anyway, uh,
4: yeah,
0: I'd probably cut, cut all this shit out because that's fine, but that's fine.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, this is, no one else is going to care about this part. <laughs> no, no, no,
3: this is inside baseball now,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This happened our last interview, it turned into like it was really, really rambled, so but that's okay. Well, but, thank yeah. you for coming on. Yeah, this was definitely, I was excited. I told uh, uh, Nathan, I oh, I got a message from them. Let's get them <laughs> on, I'm, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's important. I mean, I think there's a lot of folks out there. A lot of us started these as COVID sanity, mm-hmm. you know, but um, oh, yeah. I think a lot of us love playing games. We love mm-hmm. sharing our stories. And I just think, you know, there's, there's enough other stuff going on that being positive is the way to go
2: exactly and that was yeah and that, that was the thing i wanted to talk with you guys because i like nerding out with people and i was like these seem to like good people to nerd out with so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah whenever you want just call nathan he'll love to talk about starfinder
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I, yeah, he, I love starfinder he I, hates starfinder. i have my, I, I ran it for four years i <laughs> like things about it and there's things i don't like about it like yep. i yep. that's where i'll leave it but it's probably just
1: Matt running it. He probably just ran it. <laughs> probably just Matt. I'm going to unplug my mic now. I'm going home.
2: Switch back over to the, the one on the camera. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right.
1: Well, thanks,
0: guys. Uh, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, or watching. You know, we're, I know watching us is like the, the four sexiest uh, men you could probably watch on a... On a tuesday night um so appreciate everybody and uh, we'll we'll see you soon we'll be back with some more uh, between two gms soon bye bye
3: bye